1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. to the Habitat Podcast, the podcast for wildlife habitat management, hunting strategy, and land stewardship. And now, your host, Jared Van Hees. Welcome to the Habitat Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Van Hees, and we are here to become better habitat managers. Welcome back, everybody. Happy February. Thanks for listening to the Habitat Podcast. Guys, we have a great episode for you here today with my good friend, Mr. Andrew Hutchins from Northern Michigan. Guys, Andy is a buddy of mine I met through uh, our mutual friend, Mr. Kevin Vissison over at the Deer Hunter Podcast. Uh, great podcast. You haven't checked that out yet. Um, and Andy is just one of those guys who uh, has got your back. And uh, he's a deer hunter. Um, he's now a podcaster. We'll talk about that. He's a vitalized seed dealer. He is also hosting a brand new deer camp coming up. Uh, he travels around and visits and interviews people at a lot of different deer camps uh, as of this year. So, guys, great guy. Northern Michigan, northwest Michigan, where the soil is sandy. We're actually going to talk about a special uh, vitalized project we're doing up there and um, some cool stuff coming down the pipe. We also talk about a Northern 70 update, a HP40 update with the logging and kind of where we're at on some of my projects too. So it's kind of him and I catching up, um, you know, shooting the shit and just, just hanging out. So guys, Andy Hutchins, the deer camp podcast is on here with me today. Thanks so much for tuning into the habitat podcast. Guys, we just hung up our Vitalized Seed Dealer conference call, webinar, whatever you want to call it. And man, am I fired up for 2024 and Vitalized Seed. Uh, guys, we're adding dealers across the United States and even Canada. If you're interested in dealing, let us know. Um, we had a great call with a bunch of sharp individuals who are looking, you know, they they, they all plant themselves, obviously. It's probably why they are, are interested and, and they want to help people out as well. And we just have a very good pack of knowledgeable guys on our Vitalize Seed dealer team. Um, we talked about new products. We talked about distribution. We talked about pricing. We talked about um, some some marketing materials coming on the pike. We talked about all kinds of stuff for 2024. And just really excited. Spring food plots will be here before we know it. I mean, it was 60. My truck said 60 degrees today in February, early February. Can you believe that? Um, great for our land plan clients when we're going to walk and uh, not have a bunch of snow to walk through. There is a plus. Uh, bad if you like to ice fish. 
So double-edged sword, but what I'm getting at is spring will be here before we know it, guys. Um, Chad Thalen over at Midwest Lifestyle Properties said his food plot is greening up this week, this warm week. He's got carbon load greening up, and that's exactly what that food plot is supposed to do. We talk about having living roots in the ground, photosynthesizing, you know, as many months of the year as we can. We don't normally get February working for us this year. We do. Point is, guys, Vitalized Seed is rocking and rolling, ready to go for 2024. If you are interested in becoming a dealer, we would be happy to chat with you. Email us at the link below off the website, and that will be good to go. All right, guys, a couple words from our partners, and we're going to get into it here with Mr. Andy Hutchins. I want to thank the rest of our partners here at Habitat Podcast who make this possible. Um, before I do that, I do want to mention our Patreon, brand new Patreon group. I want to thank our first three members now. We have Mr. Dave Hoy, Mr. Herbert Long, and Mr. Jason Shubatowski. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining. Guys, the Patreon group is live. If you scroll down, hit the link. It'll take you right to that page, tell you everything about it. What we're trying to do is build the best habitat management community we can. We're going to take our Patreons and bring them along on the more intimate journey, the best close-knit group of guys who we're going to go and do special things with and, and you know promote and just build this community um, for those who are interested. If you love the podcast, if you love what we're doing, if you want to support us, you can think of it as a virtual tip jar. If you don't want to be involved, you can also be involved and be part of the community and, and interact as best and as much as you'd like. Guys, patreon.com slash Habitat Podcast, and uh, the link is below. We appreciate everybody who's been there. Let's get into it now. I want to thank Latitude Outdoors, First Light, Tagged Out Seed Products, Stealth Outdoors, Maker of Stealth Strips, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Packer Max Call to Packers, Morse Nurse. United Country Midwest Lifestyle Properties and Downburst Cedars. Introducing Downburst Cedars. Guys, Downburst Cedars deliver precision small seed spreading for all of your food plot and screening needs. They are lightweight, durable, and easy to maneuver. I met Doug up at his house and we tested a Downburst Cedar in his garage, reweighed the amount of seed, did the math, and they are extremely accurate. If you're trying to plant small seeds, clovers, brassicas, rape, you know, it takes the guesswork out of cover cropping. I mean, the proper seed rate for alfalfa, switchgrass, any other small seeds. Check them out today at downburstseeders.com. We do have a code if you're a Habitat podcast listener that is HP10. Eliminate the seed waste. It's ground wheel driven, very accurate, very light, aluminum, can throw it in the bed of your truck. Check them out, guys. We already have listeners purchasing these products. Doug at downburstseeders.com will be happy to answer any questions you have. They are literally a piece of art made here in Northern Michigan. Jared, what's going my on, man, my what's man? happening, dude? <laughs> oh, just cruising yeah. down the highway right now. Um, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful February day, man. Doing well. How are you today? I am doing well. I'm uh, trying to figure out if it's February or not. As I'm looking out my uh, back door here and I see nothing but green grass and standing corn, it feels more like a November day than a February. I know. I this know. is crazy. It is crazy. And there's not really enough ice to get out there and fish. Um, it would would have been such a great weekend to fish with the sun out finally. And um, But hey, good weekend to get in the woods and, and do some habitat work. That's for sure. Absolutely, man. I did get back uh, did get back into the swamp. Uh, I did some bedding yesterday and just kind of, you know, walked around back in there, had to back in there and well, a year. So it felt good to get back in there and see what's going on. 
Same thing, just beds everywhere. I love it. Yeah. Do, do they bed in your on your 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 swamps, the core of your property? Do they bed there uh, all year they, round? Or no, no. This time of year, I've got nothing. They okay. move. They they must either move farther down. And when I say swamp, I've got you know it goes up into uh, we've got a valley in the middle of the property. The the yeah. property goes from uh, heading west. It goes. It's got a probably a hundred hundred and fifty foot elevation change. And it gets up to a big valley where we've got a creek running through it and then, you know, ag on both sides. So they'll right. stay in that during season. But once it gets to be about this, they're they're usually long gone. But you never know, find you know where they go? sheds. Uh, anywhere probably around me. It's so thick all around that okay. uh, I'm I'm going to go find some thermal cover somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm what i'm seeing too on the northern piece for sure so i still got uh, i still got one little buck hanging around though but he's still holding which uh i thought was pretty interesting he still got both sides still hanging on there I, I feel like that's fairly fairly normal i mean i got buddies finding sheds for sure but like just last week i had a really nice um i think it would have been an eight point or a ten point i don't recall a real nice deer nice long main beams holding both sides um no shit with another little buck holding both sides so you know, I don't really understand all that. I know it. I've seen deer in March hold them still, you know, a few years back. So I don't think that's the norm, but you never know. Yeah, exactly. So you're on the road right now, heading uh, heading for work. What, uh, how's things going? How are the, uh, how's the Northern 70 coming in the HP 40? Good, man. Good. Thanks for asking. Um, Northern 70, I can probably update. I can probably update both of these fairly quickly. The the Northern 70, um, the logger put a, put a hole in his, that would be the transmission pan. Um, so he had to pop that off, go home, get it welded, and then uh, come back up. He should be back up today, actually. So he had to get some parts he, he bought a skater had a hole in the pan had to get some more parts to fix it too he's been gone for about a month there's some other stuff going on some other jobs he's, he's working on but he's been gone for about a month so not great but i understand that there's other stuff and other jobs other things that need, need to get done sometimes too so anyways yeah the the northern 70 is um probably about i think two-thirds or three-quarters of the way probably two-thirds of the way logged uh they okay. still have a lot of trees to to get out of there they got stumps to pull, pull out of the food plots and they have um a lot of work to do yet so we will hopefully be wrapping that up by probably this coming summer the the contract is through the end of august so okay yeah now, progress they, has been made there's, there's a little bit of a delay right now like i mentioned with the logging equipment and uh but they'll, they'll get back on it man it just seems like that's every day with everything nowadays something gets delayed so <laughs> it's just kind of the way of the world um, yeah, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a probably have to write a book on this logging adventure. So get ready, you might see, uh, I, might see uh, something I, in the future. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a chapter or two we can add from mine. <laughs> Good. Good stuff that still didn't get finished, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lessons learned, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, cool. Um, I mean, I can't wait to see it again. That was a, it's a sweet piece of property. Yeah, well, are you coming up for uh for ice camp? Uh wait, it moved you moved it, right? Yeah, the twenty second. Possibly. I wasn't gonna be able to make it when you were having it uh the first weekend there in um March because that's my ten year anniversary. And unless you wanted oh, yeah. me to live unless you wanted me to live at ice camp, uh that probably wouldn't <laughs> have been a good idea. <laughs> that's a good I, yeah I, I don't know if i'd skip my 10-year anniversary that's a good call yeah i was talking to kevin the other day that's the same time that weekend is his uh gear thing or whatever and i said i'm not gonna make it and 
He goes, oh, because you're going to be in Mayo? I said, no, not unless you want me to live in your Airstream. And he goes, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, you say that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, well, yeah. congrats on that. But you, you can see it in February if you come up. Other than that, we're going to have, um, we're going to get all the guys up there for a, uh, what we'll call a saw camp or, or something else, probably in May, where we have, um, we're going to build a few, few deer blinds, get some shoot lanes cut, build a new buck pole. Um, just really get kind of honed in for, for deer season, um, with, with another weekend up there with the chainsaws, a couple tractors and grapples and get some stuff done. So you'll have your chance. I can't, I can't wait, man. So how is the, uh, HP 40 coming? Well, that's going well. Um, I will be meeting my logger this Friday to sign the contract on that timber there. Um, so I was very diligent about getting it scaled and marked, you know, as soon as I closed on the property, had the guy out there the next week. Um, and you know, we got, we went through the bidding process, got a couple bids and, uh, uh, pretty happy with the, the second bid. So we're going to end up going with that and keep this train moving forward and hopefully have it cut, um, between now and the next 12 months. So. <laughs> Perfect. So now you talk about the bidding process like that. So that's something now when I had mine done, I literally just went with the first logger that I talked to, which may have not been the greatest, uh, greatest thought. You know, it, it, now is that something that you suggest most people do is get a couple prices? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it, it all depends on on your timber. Uh, with the 15 acres and with you know Corey, we we interviewed Corey in Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. He was just trying to get a bunch of cottonwood taken out, which nobody wants to do. And then um, my buddy Jordan, in Illinois, he's dealing with this right now too. He's got a bunch of black oak and water oak in southern Illinois that that uh. You can't seem to find someone to want to want to cut. So if you're a logger or forester down in Southern Illinois, let me know. Um, it's basically about finding the right person for the job. I've been given a lot of low balls over the days and and or, hey, we'll just cut it for free and, you know, nothing there. So you got you to gotta be careful. It's always good to get some second opinions. Work with a forester who has your best interests uh, or a logger that you trust and um, let's see what you can do, you know. Different markets have different rates and different needs for different wood. I mean, I don't know a, a ton, a ton about this stuff, but it would behoove you to get a few bids for sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, how yeah. about that? So advice. you went, you went with the first bid. I went. Why, I why went is with that? And well, and, and, I went with a local, a local tree company that does logging as well, right here in my okay. area. And uh, it was kind of. I got rid of. We did a sixty percent cut on the maple on the back side of the farm. And then we had as much popple taken out as they could take that they could get yep. to. So, which obviously isn't worth shit, but, um, I, uh, mainly what made me go with them is they were a redneck blind dealer. And, uh, we made a little horse trading for some, uh, well, for some deer. There blinds. You go. And I was literally only, I wasn't looking for money. I was doing it strictly as a habitat, uh, thing. So it seemed to work out, but you know, you know, hindsight's 2020 20, always look at, Hey, how much money did I leave on the table kind of situation? So, it yeah, well, I is. mean, everybody's in the business to make money, and I'm never trying to make sure nobody, you know, that, that someone gets stiffed or, or whatever, right? I just, you got to look out for the best interest of, of you, the property owner, first. Um, you know, if your goals were met and you got a few redneck blinds out of it, uh, could there have been more money on the table, maybe? doesn't really matter at this point, but maybe it's something you learned, right? Um, yeah, exactly. What, what else did you learn about some of the stuff that, you mentioned in the beginning, like a couple of things that still weren't complete or fixed or something. What were you referring yeah, to? Yeah, we had, um, they were supposed to bring their forestry mulch in and I've got a, 
two track that runs through the back of the property, you know, to get from one side to the other. And they were supposed to come in and uh, take out, you know, it had kind of grown overgrown. They're supposed to come in and take care of that. They never did. Um, just some stuff like that. Nothing major, nothing, you know, nothing that I would, uh, you know, run their name through the dirt by any means, but just a few things, you know, I'm, and I'm sure, you know, with my business, I get the same thing, you know, Hey, you were supposed to do this and you didn't quite do it. So I totally get it. So yeah, 95% happy. Absolutely. Well, that's not bad. I know, uh, like I mentioned in that book, I'm going to write or whatever call it, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to have details to, uh, to avoid things like that happening and, and, uh, and stuff that's happening with me right now that I'm dealing with. Right. So it's just uh, good stuff to talk about, to get other people aware. You know, I've had, I've had, uh, people email and, and ask me to look over their logging contract and, um, there's always stuff that should, could, would be added. Right. So, yep. Yep. Absolutely. But no, the, uh, the 40, the 40, I got a nice buck on camera out there. Like I said, last week or whatever, real long main beams, beautiful eight point. Um, I think he's three, if he's three, he's narrow, but he's also got nice brows, nice G threes and nice main beams. So it makes me think he's not two. He could be two. If he's two, he's a really nice two year old. And, uh, he was there for like a day. I got five or six pictures of him and then I haven't seen him. So. That property right now needs cutting so bad that uh, nothing's going to really live there too much. There's a couple of doe families that live there, but um, I'm going to be in there when I'm not doing land plan visits, uh, opening up some of the canopy, getting some kill plots put in, um, just in case the loggers delay for some reason. I'm not going to wait <laughs> for two years and not do anything, right? So, Yep, absolutely. That's kind of what happened to me is I, you know, it took the delay. Uh, that'd probably be the worst part, I guess I'd say, at all mine was the delay. And I wanted it done in the winter. It didn't get done in the winter. Ended up being done the following summer. So that yeah. the delay is probably the worst part because you know how it is. You're ready. You're ready to go. The second you sign that contract, you're ready to go and you've got your plans in mind. And But yeah, it all takes I wonder time. If, yeah, exactly. And and the loggers know that too. Once you sign the contract, it's like, all right, you're on their time now. So again, yeah. another piece of advice that... uh try to try to schedule these things as soon as possible and get this stuff done as soon as possible. I know I'm working with the, um, the U S fish and wildlife service as well, talking about some future projects and, uh, they don't, they don't move at a very fast, fast pace either. So, um, <laughs> that's something you gotta get used to. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I'm used to wanting it right now and it happening right now. So, uh, it's hard, hard for me to wait. So yeah, how was how your long? timber responding after uh, after your cut? How long ago was that cut? Uh, we're going into year three right now. This will be the third year after it's you know it's been cut. Uh, it's that you know how that popple comes back. It's coming back in groves. I've got bed upon bed inside of that doe bedding just offside of the food plots. Uh, I'm really happy Great. with it. I'm really happy with how it is. I'm a little more. I'm excited for the uh, the east facing hill that they took the majority of the um, maple off of. I'm excited for that to grow in. That hasn't really done much yet, which uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought I'd see with the canopy opening up, we'd get a lot of undergrowth right away, but that doesn't seem to have happened yet. And I don't know if it's just because mm. it's on the east side or you know what's going on. But I was, you know, I, like everything, I wanted it right away. You know, hey, it was supposed to grow that year. Yeah, well, it could be. It could be that. It could be deer hammer and the regrowth. It could be the long winters that you get where you're at. It could be a combination of all three. Who knows? Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, no, I'm happy with it. Uh, I'm uh, bored out of my mind waiting for hunting season again, though. We need to get this thing going. <laughs> well, we got a lot of time between now and and then. And, uh, you know, including we're going up to, to TAC. We just signed up for that the other day. Yep, I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be the 
this is actually going to be my first year to be able to shoot it. Uh, I've always been working and uh, don't have to work this year. So we're, uh, we're going to have a good time. Yeah, I know. Um, that's what the first weekend in June up at Crystal Mountain in Michigan, right? So we'll yeah. be shooting up there. We got a group of guys going and, um, you know, obviously all the, you know, my, my partners are going to be there, you know, Latitude's going to be there and um, Downburst Cedars probably be up there. And so yeah, it'll be, oh, nice. it'll be fun, man. Um, really looking forward to it. But between now and hunting seasons where, where you were going, we got a vitalized seed project we're doing at your, at your place. Kind of explain what, what we're looking at prior to starting what we're dealing with. So what we're dealing with is we are dealing with um, many, many years of row crop ag that uh, has just been a depletion upon depletion of the soil. So we're doing actually a soil rebuild with uh, Vitalize, which uh, is very exciting being, um, we became a dealer last year for Vitalize and uh, we put in a couple uh, test plots, which did absolutely phenomenal. Obviously they're down to bare, you know, almost bare dirt now because they've been hammering them so much, but we're, uh, we're gonna replace the soil basically. We're gonna use that Vitalize seed that, uh, the, the two-part system there to uh, make habitable soil again. This segment is brought to you by Tagged Out Seed Products. Guys, Rich Hickson, my buddy down there in Southern Ohio, is the guy. If you need a brand new hunting blind, if you need your trail cameras checked, rebattered, if you need your feeders touched on, new feeders, feeders filled, if you need some help setting up your hunting ground in the Southern Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia area, he'd even travel further. Guys, he is the man. He has been doing this for clients for years. He is a resource, and I urge you to reach out and use him at Tagged Out Seed Products. But you guys already knew most of that if you listen to the podcast. What I'm here to tell you now is he is a brand new on-call professional trophy picture service. If you, and I care about this because I, I spend, ask anybody who's taking pictures with me with, with my deer, I spend extra time and effort making sure this goes right. If you are not the person with the, you know, you have the eye, the photo eye, give Rich a call. Guys, he has a travel setup where he can give you professional photos of your animal to make the memories of that hunt last a lifetime. Like I said, you get that hunt once, you wanna make sure you relive those emotions every time you see that picture. I hate the pictures that are just, you know, the deer in the back of the truck. Uh, you know, spend the time, guys. It's, it's worth doing. He's got a full mobile kit, you can shoot in any environment, uh, he can even bring us side-by-side side to help recover the deer, document the recovery too. Guys, this is just more value added by Rich at Tagged Out Seed Products. Um, he's just the man when it comes to this sort of thing. If you're not a resident landowner, or if you need some expertise, Rich is there to help. Guys, give Rich a call at Tagged Out Seed Products. His link is in the show notes below. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. 
Com. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because we've been we've been doing that, as the listeners already know, uh, on our food plots personally, and, and we've got customers that are doing it. And uh, you, you know, you were a customer and now a dealer. And you know, what was the what was the corn like? I mean, you're in West Michigan, sandy soils up north. I can't imagine the corn would have been, you know, Iowa type corn. And that's obvious. But like, what what was the corn like over the years? You know, we have our years. Yeah. Uh, we had our years. I mean, we'd have good years. We'd have bad years. Now we, we personally have been out of it for the last, oh shit, probably 10 years now. We lease it out to a local farmer uh, who's been taking it since then, but it's been in, uh, basically, I mean, it's only been in bean a couple of times, but it's been in corn 35 years. Wow. So there's not, there's not a lot left in that soil. You're getting, you know, if you're getting 60 to 80 bushels of the acre, I'd say you're doing, you know, well, which is barely breaking even. So Oh, okay. it's not, not a great, uh, not a great spot for corn. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're saying we have our work cut out for us. We have our work. We are going to prove how well vitalized seed is with this project. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We're up for the test. We, I know we've done uh, lots of testing so far and um, the results are there. So I'm uh, very confident in, in doing this. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see your farm personally, um, you know, make some time to get up there and have a good time. So I'm looking forward to that project. Okay. Me too. I'm uh I'm in the beginning stages right now, just kind of figuring out how I'm going to lay out the farm. Cause obviously I'm not going to do, I'm going to want to put some features in, in that, uh, in the actual field part to, you know, not, so it's just a big open, um, food plot, but, you know, kind of have some right. points of switch grass and, you know, warm season grasses and stuff like that. So in the process of getting that drawn up, get it sent over to you so you can take a look at it. And then we're going to rock this thing out. Heck yeah, man. We're probably going to try to document a lot of that too, via video, if we can on, on your channel and my channel. Um, I know we're firing up the YouTube hot and heavy again this year uh, with Brian, Corey Sullivan, and you got your stuff going. So it should be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. We're going to bring back, I'll bring back the uh, food plot Fridays again uh, on Instagram where uh, I just kind of give an update of what's uh, what's going on on the farm and what uh, what stages we're in. So I enjoyed that last year. So we're going to bring that back. It seemed it was a pretty good hit. So we're going to awesome. do the same. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I geek out on this stuff. So I'm, uh, I love every bit of it. So if we can bring it to the masses, let's do it. Yep. So, um, yeah. And then we've got, uh, I don't know if I talked to you about, I think I talked to you about the, uh, the deer camp we're building. Yeah, let's talk about that. I want to talk about the deer camp you're building, the podcast you're building, the whole thing. So let's start out with maybe, hmm, how do you want to do it? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. We can start podcast started first, so we'll go with that. Okay. Um, I started, I decided that I wanted to jump into a completely saturated market uh, <laughs> last summer. And I thought, you know, why not? Let's just say, you know, I talked to you about it for a long time on, you know, had some ideas and some thoughts and, you know, cause obviously there's, there's more of these pop up daily. So, I, you know, I was kind of just like, you know, I love talking about deer hunting. I love that deer camp aspect of, you know, Hey, you're sitting around the table, you're having a cold one, you're bullshitting about how the hunt was. Why aren't we recording stuff like that? Cause that's what I like to listen to. So I decided to go for it. And uh, we are, I think, 11 or 12 episodes deep right now uh starting to get our wheels underneath us and feeling a little better about it but yeah no uh i've really enjoyed it i've enjoyed the uh people that i've talked to i've enjoyed uh enjoyed every bit about it the part i hate the most is uh the you know all the technical part of it but you know that's why you stay in your lane and you get a guy like lucas to take care of you on that end of it yeah right yep 
No, that's that's pretty cool. And you you were actually slumming for guests um, in the beginning because you had me on. So uh, you obviously uh, couldn't find anybody else. But um, yeah, no, it's it's been fun listening. I've been listening along. So far. what we're going to do, you know, we're going to take Hutchie's Deer Camp and periodically put it on Habitat Podcast. So I want, you know, just like you, a lot of our listeners like to be a part of the deer camp field, like the hunting. We all hunt like want to hear the story. So Keep up the good work, and um, folks, don't be surprised. You start seeing some Hutchie's Deer Camp episodes pop up over here on the on the HP stream. So looking forward to it. We actually, uh, as I don't think I told you, as of last week, we actually changed the name. We are now officially the Deer Camp Podcast instead of. That Hutchie's would have been Deer a good Camp. detail to talk about before yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it probably should be. That's, okay, see, so that's the thing. <laughs> what's it called now? Uh, the Deer Camp Podcast. The Deer Camp Podcast. I the like Deer it Camp a lot. Podcast. Yep. Yep. It was something I know it was something you and I had talked about back uh, months ago. And then I kind of just yeah. jumped into this Hutchie's deer camp, you know, being that uh, Hutchie Outdoors is my main uh, thing for outdoor content. So we just kind of were like, yeah, well, you do Hutchie's deer camp. And then I was like, you know, I really enjoyed the deer camp podcast. It was available. So I snuck up and grabbed it. So that's uh, yeah, buddy. yeah, something I should have told you. Yeah. Five minutes ago. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, honestly, like deer camp is like my favorite thing um, of the year. I mean, just and, and, and we repeat that, right? We have ice camp coming up. And then we, you know, we're going to have saw camp where we habitat with a bunch of the guys on the 70. And then we're going to, you know, when my kids get older, probably have a golf camp, right? And things like that, where just an excuse to get together with your, your good friends and family and cut up and kick back. And I love it, man. Yeah. I think I think that name's going to be great for you, both SEO wise and uh, podcast wise. So, like I said, yeah, I've already no. listened to, to all your episodes except for the one you launched today. Haven't got there yet, okay. but um, I'm enjoying them. You're definitely. Well, I appreciate uh, that, man. Has some great podcast skills. Okay, well, thank you. Um, yeah, so we're uh, we're building a deer camp. We're taking. Uh, I live on an old uh, farmstead with. Uh, it's basically it's family. You know, it's my. I live on one end my brother lives in the middle and then my uh, mom lives on the far end of it so we've got a little homestead going and we've got a bunch of old barns well i was looking at one of the old barns and i thought you know why i've really enjoyed this deer camp well let me back up just a little bit before i get into that so up until this year i've been a stay-at-home guy i've got you know i always have at least one or two good bucks i can chase around the farm here and i don't ever leave you know other than maybe go out of state on a trip but this year I went to a uh, camp that uh, Anna Miller put on and I fell in through, love. Through Patreon and his through Patreon. podcast, yes. right? Yep, yep. Through Patreon and his Marco Polo group. Yes, absolutely. I did that and I fell in love with it. It was uh, the camaraderie of just a bunch of guys that, you know, you, you kind of know, but you don't know. You're bouncing ideas off of everybody. You're having a beer at the end of the night. You're enjoying a meal. And I was hooked. And so what I did after that was uh, this whole season, I barely spent any time at home. I traveled all over the place. As you know, I came up to your rifle camp, which I really enjoyed. And I thank you for the invite on that and hopefully get another one for this year. And then uh, I kind of traveled all over the place and I just saw all these different deer camps. And I was like, you know, this is great. We need to have our own deer camp. And so I found, I went in the barn and I'm looking at the old wood shop and I'm like, man, I could gut this thing out. It's already got a bathroom in it. All I got to do is add a shower. I can gut this thing out, redo it pretty simply and have ourselves a really nice deer camp. Well, with that aspect, I, I'm a big giver. I like to give back and I wanted to give a giveaway. We've got this big project coming up with Vitalize to redo the seed here or redo the farm's soil structure and uh, bring, you know, bring deer living here. We're going to build this deer camp. Let's uh, 
let's give away a uh, let's give away a veteran first responder hunt. Well, I don't know the first thing about setting up something like that. Well, I ended up hooking up with uh, Andrew Como of Outdoor Driven, who is a nonprofit for uh, getting veterans and first responders into the outdoors. And awesome. so we're setting we're setting up a we don't have all the details yet, but we were going to be doing um, a pretty good size camp. We're thinking, you know, maybe December, a good size uh, veteran first responder deer camp and uh, having everybody come and going out and doing some hunting. That's very cool, man. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun project, especially getting to getting to give back to the people that work their butts off for the rest of us. Um, yes. What, what are you planning on? I'm building the camp. Like, how big is this camp? What's it? What are some must-haves you're gonna have? Well, we're gonna have two bunk rooms. Um, we're gonna have a bathroom. We're gonna make sure we've got a urinal on the outside of the bathroom because, as you know, deer camp goes, what uh, what happens the most? Everybody's got to pee. So why are we gonna, you know, just have a bathroom? So we're gonna put a urinal, and that's like we're building a camp around <laughs> a urinal, basically. Um, it's gonna have some bunks. It's gonna have uh, wood heat because I want a wood stove to heat it. We'll have obviously some backup heat. Um, it's going to have half of the barn. It's probably the bar. The camp itself is 24 by 40. Okay. And nice. then, and then another 24 by 40 of that is the skinning shed, which is, uh, it's going to have a couple electric winches out in it. We've got a walk-in cooler, um, that we have from back when, uh, we had the farm market. So we've got a spot to hang our deer and, uh, you know, when it's warm out, so we're kind of excited for all that. Uh, it's a lot of work. Um, we'll be bringing that on the channel as well, kind of showing our progress on that um, throughout the summer. I got to tell you, man, for not having a deer camp there, you have a building that pretty much has all the fixings for a deer camp. Like, yeah, it's a heck of a head start. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's one of those things we've been looking at. I mean, we've been looking at these barns and like, what do we do with these things? You know, we don't we don't farm like we used to. We don't, you know, we've got all these this infrastructure and we're like, right, let's just do something with this. And I, the deer camp thing came to my mind. And so uh, here we are. It just makes my wife extremely happy. More deer camps, more deer hunting projects. <laughs> hey, at least you're home. At least you'll be home for that. Right. That's so. right. Actually loves every bit of it. So I can't complain. Good. Good. No, that's complain. awesome, man. That's, that's pretty cool. Just the podcast surrounding deer camp, then to give back, you know, that's, that's awesome, man. Good for you. Well, thanks man. And uh, you know, like I said, it, I couldn't have done this without help from guys like you and uh, everybody else that has helped me along the way. That is one thing I will say about this uh, podcast community and just basically the hunting community in general. Man, nobody's nobody's too big to help out the other guy. And that's what I love probably the most. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a new guy on the scene and I've got no problem with some of the bigger names, you know, in the industry. Hey, no problem. What you need? What can we help you with? We'll do a podcast. And uh, I've, I've really enjoyed that because, you know, that's kind of rare in these days with uh, everybody wanting to help everybody out. Yep. Yep. It's that's awesome. It, it's always good about trying to trying to give back and trying to, you know, build your build your tribe, if you will, build, build your community. Adam over at Bowhunter Chronicles has done a phenomenal job of building his his community, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I got to give him a huge shout out for that. I mean, I probably without watching, seeing how he did everything and how he's involved everybody. And I mean, he looks, he's, he's more concerned of how everybody's doing than how he's doing uh, atmosphere. And I just, I was ex instantly uh, drawn to that. And uh, that's just kind of how I am and same thing, you know, so it's, it's great. And then, you know, same with you, man, don't, you know, I'll, I'll toot your horn. I know you're not gonna, but you've, you've been more than a wealth of knowledge and help for everything that I've done. So 
uh, I thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. And and I'm going to need your help as well. You know, after listening to, to Adam's podcast for years now and joining his Patreon, you know, he's been telling me to fire one up for like two years now. You've been telling me to fire one up. Finally, it launched last week. I want to say congratulations and thank you to my very first Patreon patron, Mr. David Hoy. Uh, David's been a supporter of the podcast for a long time and um, land plan client as well. Vitalize, he's he's the man. He's a very smart guy. Has an awesome parcel he's working on. And um, I give him a shout out. But so I'm reason I'm getting at all that, I want to be able to to build that community type like like Adam has and and like you're experiencing over there um, that I'm experiencing on his Patreon um, over here. So I'm going to need your help with it. Um, you got it, buddy. You got it. I'll help you anywhere you know, I can. Yeah, I, I think right now we have two different, I think they call them memberships. I think they call them. Um, okay. Just want to make sure that, you know, we're going to do some some cool stuff. Uh, I've been working with, um, you know, I followed a few different other Patreons to kind of learn what's going on. And, and a lot of guys do a lot of cool stuff. They have like a monthly Zoom meeting where everybody can kind of come in together and and talk once a month and cut up. Adam does that Marco Polo app, which is like a what, like a video text thread. Yeah, it's basically yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a video messaging thread, and it just kind of rolls through. And it's uh, I mean it it go it's all the way from talking shit to each other to uh, you know talking about gear and what I should do in this situation. And in fact, actually, uh, not this week's but next week's podcast is one of the. Oh, Patreons and Marco Polo, uh, Shane Browning, who uh, shot a really nice buck this year. And oh, cool. uh, he, he um, I don't want to give the podcast away, but he on that in the podcast, he talks about how he got on Marco Polo and asked for some advice after he, sh- advice after he shot this deer. So it's a it's a really nice. cool thing, and it's it brings you together with a bunch of like minded people. Yep, and that's what I, that's what I want to do. I want to get us to that next step of the podcast community. You know, we got a great group on Facebook, uh, Habitat Chat, fifty five hundred members, and and you know, bunch of followers on the podcast and listeners every week, and and super grateful. So trying to get to that next community step where we can offer whether it's talk habitat personally on your property um giveaways of of maybe certain you know i might just go on my willow trees and take cuttings and send them to patreon members um i don't know there's a bunch of cool stuff we could do you know you got you're doing that veterans hunt adam did a hunt i'm thinking of doing a hunt um my buddy dan taylor and i have talked about doing an antlerless hunt together so a bunch of cool stuff coming down the line so there's two memberships there right now I think it's five or ten dollars a month you can do and choose the level of support. But trying to figure out what works best, what people want, and we're going to use the patron feedback, you know, for the podcast, for the patron group, whatever. So I'm excited about it, man. Man, I love it. I can't wait. Uh, um, uh, I'll be your uh, well, not number one because you got somebody already, but I think I'm going to have to be number two on the Patreon, man. I can't believe he beat you to it. Yeah, he beat I you know, to it. And, I know. <laughs> and then I got to send you and him a, a shirt or whatever. I'm Because I think each of them, no, I think the, the smaller one you do a hat. I don't know what I put on there, but they get shirts and hats and um, there's tumblers. We made all kinds of cool stuff heading out that way. And you sent me a, a perfect shirt the other day. So thanks for that. I'm going to get you some. We got some new merchandise coming down the line. So Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, how'd you like that? How'd, you, coming, how'd you like that shirt? How'd you like that shirt? That's a really quality material i can't they're so expensive i can't sell them let's put it that way on the yeah it's gonna be really nice to um <laughs> wear that when i'm cutting in the woods you know what i mean like moisture wicking like yeah um r- real nice to be able to have that and and a nice quality shirt not one of those 100 percent cotton shirts that ends up turning into a bra strap by the time you're done yeah. right 
<laughs> the last the last batch I had made was that. So I went from one yeah. extreme to the other, I guess. Hey, I've been there, done it, buddy. Been there, done it. Well, cool. Heck yeah. That's um yeah, so that's the Deer Camp project. That's the Vitalized cool. project. Uh that's the Patreon the- update. That's the yeah. The updates for all properties. I think I think we're we about got it wrapped up. Heck yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, Andy. You're always uh always welcome. And like I said, folks, coming soon, we're gonna have some deer camp podcast episodes as well. If you can't wait till November for your deer camp, we'll be able to get it all year round. So looking forward to Heck it. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, we will uh we'll be chatting soon. All right. Hey, how can everybody find your uh your new stuff? Are you on all the all the channels, all all the Instagrams and yep, uh, Hutchie Outdoors, and- Hutchie Outdoors on um, Instagram, which is the main uh, feed that I pro- put Mother out ship. on his Instagram. Yep, and then uh, Andrew Hutchins on Facebook. Uh, everything kind of gets linked from Instagram to that, obviously. And then uh, the Deer Camp Podcast is on all major uh, platforms. We haven't launched awesome. the YouTube channel yet, but we will be working on that come uh, come spring here. All right, buddy. Well, thanks again for hopping on. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to the Habitat Podcast. Guys, we will be back with another great episode next week. I just want to say once again how grateful we are for the listenership we have and the the loyal listeners you guys have been and supporters of the podcast. For those of you who want to support further, we have free decals being sent out to those who leave us great reviews. Scroll down, hit the link to leave a great review, and then email me info at habitatpodcast.com. I'll get you a free five-inch decal in the mail right away. Guys, I want to thank our sponsors. Vitalize Seed Company at vitalizeseed.com. Exodus Outdoor Gear. Packer Max Cultipackers. Morse Nursery. Acres.com. Downburst Cedars. First Light. United Country Midwest Lifestyle Properties. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in once again. Get back with us soon. We're going to have another great episode for you as we become better habitat managers. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.